0: the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Speaking with the Enemy. Yes, it is Speaking with the Enemy as we continue our look around the rest of the CFL ahead of free agency. And today, very pleased to be joined by Mitch Gallo from TSN 690 in Montreal. And uh, Mitch, I mean, Danny Machocha has certainly been busy. I mean, he wasted no time after the Grey Cup, re Vernon Adams Jr. Uh, I think it was the w- less than a week after. So machocha has been busy uh, right up until this week.
1: Yeah, he really has been, and I think uh, by his standards, uh, last season was a bit of a disappointment losing in the uh, East semifinal to the Hamilton Tiger Cats, and I think he looked at the team and saw what was some very clear holes and weaknesses and has already tried to address them. I don't know if he already has, and I think, you know, when you looked at the season in in, in its entirety – uh, it was rather predictable what would end up doing the Alouettes in. Uh, they were not able to capitalize in the red zone. Uh, they turned over the ball way too often, and that includes when Vernon Adams Jr. was in the lineup, by the way. I know it was a few fumbles uh, by Trevor Harris in the, in the playoff game, but interceptions galore at times uh, from uh, Vernon Adams Jr. And maybe the biggest thing that the Alouettes were looking at this offseason Uh, was special teams. They uh, brought in Jeff Reinbold, who I know you guys are familiar (laughs) with. Uh, Mickey Donovan, who was coaching at the university level, uh, no longer with the team. And then uh, discipline was such a big issue too. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how exactly you address that. Maybe making a couple changes to the coaching staff will help. I think Kahari Jones will be on the hot seat this year, maybe more so than any other coach in the CFL. There was rumblings. Mm-hmm. Uh, when last season concluded that maybe um, Danny Machocha would make a change at the head coaching position because of all the penalties that they took. And those things came back and bit them in the behind in the playoffs. So, you know, it's it's been a long se- uh, offseason for the Alouettes, longer than I think Danny Machocha would have liked, and I think he's trying to already address some of the things that did them.
0: We saw a trade where, uh, you know, offensive lineman Tony Washington going to Edmonton in exchange for Mike Moore. What do you – I mean, does that immediately kind of fill a, a need for, for this Alouettes team? And and are you surprised by the move? I mean, again, Machocha staying busy, but a trade in January, not something you typically see in the CFL.
1: Yeah, I think this was more uh, trying to get some value for Tony Washington before it was too late. Hmm. I think we saw some real up and downs in his game uh, last year and also some even que- uh, questioned uh, how committed he was. And, you know, he's a player who's getting a little bit older and playing a very important position on that offensive line. I think if you look at uh, that playoff game against uh, Hamilton, uh, once again, I mentioned uh, the fumbles uh, by Trevor Harris. Well, that was in large part because of uh, some poor play on the offensive line. I think, uh, you know, we also saw the team release uh, David Foucault uh, earlier in the offseason. He had a miserable game in that playoff game, and, and really uh, protecting uh, the quarterback's left side was an issue uh, for the Alouette. So I think with, with Washington, uh, more so making that trade now to get value uh, for a player that I think the Alouettes believe is on the decline.
0: Uh, you mentioned Kahari Jones being on the hot seat. Um, is, that, is, is that a coincidence that Anthony Calvillo is now uh, a part of this coaching staff? Am I reading too <laughs> much into that, uh, Mitch, or what?
1: Well, read into it as you, uh, as you may. Of course, uh, a few years ago, they did uh, bring uh, Anthony in as, uh, as a receivers coach, funny enough and he was back at coaching at the university level. I think uh, everybody knows how respected, how uh, loved Anthony Calvio is in this city. I think um, looking at him as a possible replacement to Kari Jones in 2022 might be a little bit premature. I think he needs still to, uh, to gain experience uh, coaching. I think you know, the progression is maybe quarterbacks coach to offensive coordinator, and then maybe we could finally start talking about him uh, taking over the coaching duties but i just i, I just think that uh, danny machocha at this time is not fully sold on kahari jones because of a lot of the things uh, we saw continue to creep up i think the problem here is and i don't want to get too long winded but if 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 you've heard from kahari jones he's seriously one of the nicest guys you'll hear from meet speak to he is a gem just a quality human being but i think sometimes when you're coaching a football team and your nature is to be a really nice, friendly guy. When it comes time to crack the whip, it, it, it's a bit of a, a challenge. And I think at times last year when the Alouettes were having really bad discipline issues, Kahari Jones wasn't necessarily able to crack the whip or come down hard or get the attention of his, uh, his team. Who, re- who respect him? Don't get me wrong. But I think sometimes you need to play bad cop and he struggles hmm. to do so. Now we'll see how he's able to balance the good cop, bad cop uh, act in 2022.
0: And there is always that idea that, I mean, Kahari Jones was here first. He wasn't Machocha's choice. Uh, You know, the GM kind of gets final say, kind of what we were talking about when I was chatting about the Red Blacks uh, with Sean Burke and Paul LaPolice, who is there as well. Uh, Let's go back to the player side, free agency, of course, opening up on February 8th. We're in the legal tampering period, as the CFL calls it. Uh, Where on the football field are there specific names out there in free agency
1: that you think if the Alouettes were to make a splash, they might go after or a hole that they need to fill? I don't know about uh, specific names, but I know what Danny Machocha's mandate is. And I know what Danny Machocha believes. And that is that football games, more specifically championships, are won at the line of scrimmage. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned the struggles of the offensive line in 2021. I think that that would be an area that he's going to key on and try to address, whether it's through free agency or through the draft or... Uh, with their with their scouting uh, staff. So I believe offensive line would be an area. I think the defense as a whole played very well, especially when they made a change at the uh, defensive coordinator position last year. I think that, um, again, I would look at getting somebody elite pass rush on that D line would be an area that they would look at, uh, but it's the trenches. It's the offensive, offensive and defensive line that I think would be Danny Machocha's most pressing need. I think if you look at the offense, you know, set at running back with Standback, back, uh, set at the receiver uh, position with uh, Jake Weineke, who won uh, the uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year just two years ago. Eugene Lewis, you guys know he played that playoff game injured, but we expect him back uh, at full health. Uh, Quan Bray had a bit of the uh, drop issues in 2021, but I think is, you know, a speed threat uh, because that is isn't area where the offense doesn't exactly have a ton of speed, but I think a uh, break could fit that uh, mold. I, I just really believe offensive and defensive lines will be the key issue mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. biggest concern for Danny Machocha this off season.
0: And uh, we know the Tie cats have been busy taking care of their trenches, both uh, offensive line and uh, defensively with uh, the big signing of Dylan Wynn uh, today. I want to go back to Vernon Adams because I mean, we, we have tape on him now. And now that last year didn't go the way he wanted to, obviously, with the injury. But is there, should he be feeling the pressure a little bit to start to be that guy? I know going into last season, the question was, is he ready to make that next step into the elite quarterbacks of the CFL? And again, maybe he took a little bit of a step backwards. Where Where is the city of Montreal? Where
1: are Al's fans at when it comes to Vernon Adams Jr.? You're 100% right when when looking at him and having question marks. Uh, Obviously, uh, the 2019 season was so good for him Mm -hmm. and really took the league by storm and showing that he's more of a new school uh, quarterback, somebody who's able to both get the job done through the air and uh, on his feet, which is really hard to defend when he's on his game. But in 2021, I think we saw erratic play. Uh, We saw turnovers, and not just turnovers, Uh, You could turn over the football and get away with it, but it's turnovers at the worst time and turnovers that lead to points on the board for the other team. I mean, I go back to a game early in the season in Calgary, and the Alouettes look like uh, they're about to string together a winning streak. They're up 14-3 to in the second quarter. Vernon Adams throws an interception. Uh, Calgary gets all the momentum. They score a touchdown two plays later. It's uh, 14-10, to and Calgary's off to the races with all the momentum at halftime. It's instances like that that he has to clean up in his game. And I think uh, for people here in Montreal, they're just so used to stable play at the quarterback position. It was Anthony Calvillo year in and year out, and you knew what you were getting. Calvillo retired, and I forget the number now. I think we're at quarterback 14 or 15 uh, since he retired, which is just a crazy number. But the best we've seen since then is from Vernon Adams Jr. But you're right to question his play. Because right now, it's one good season, one not-so-good season filled with bad play and an injury. So can he come back in 2022 and regain the form from 2019? Uh, We have to wait and see, but it's it's no slam dunk by any means.
0: Uh, there, there aren't a lot of uh, names out there when it comes to quarterbacks. I mean, Jeremiah Masoli is going to kind of demand starter money out there on the market. I, I, I would, th- I would think it's highly unlikely that Trevor Harris comes back to Montreal. But, but what do you think they do there in that depth position? Knowing, again, I mean, Vernon Adams has his moments, but I mean, they really found themselves in trouble in 2021, excuse me, um, yeah. when when they didn't have a quarterback, when Vernon Adams
1: Jr. went down. Do you think Machocha addresses that uh, in free agency here? I, I don't think so. I think no? it's uh, keep your fingers crossed and, uh, and hope for the best. No. You're right. I, I, I'd be very surprised if uh, Trevor Harris is going to be brought back because of the money uh, that he would command. And you know what? Uh, Danny Machocha and Trevor Harris have... Uh, experience uh, together from back in the Edmonton days. So it was, you know, a good move and expected when they brought him in, when they ran into injury problems. But I think uh, a a healthy Vernon Adams Jr. And then at the backup position with Matthew Schiltz, uh, before Trevor Harris uh, came in, uh, he needed to learn the system and have practices with the team and everything like that. Uh, Matthew Schultz had a few really decent starts, including a couple wins as a starter. And I think they liked his progression. And they like his story, his work ethic, uh, the time he puts into being the number two. And I think they feel comfortable uh, with him if they would have to go with him for a short amount of time. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think he's a guy who's able to play 10-plus games on a championship-caliber team. But if Vernon Adams, because of the way he plays, his style, gets banged up, has to miss a few games here and there, I I think they're good with Matthew Schultz.
0: Well, I, you know, it's funny because when you talk to people in CFL circles, they always say, well, you need, you need two quarterbacks. And I think uh, uh, Zach Caleros kind of proved everybody wrong in, uh, in 2021. He said, "Uh, it's okay, guys, I can do this myself. And with the Ticats, you're obviously deciding on, on Dane Evans that, you know, maybe it is a a one quarterback league uh, going forward here in the the CFL. Uh, Mitch, it's great to connect with you. Thank you so much for doing this. Looking forward to uh, an exciting 2022 ALS season.
1: Dude, you have no idea how excited I am for football, even though it's still so far away. So uh, thanks for having me and I'll, I'll join anytime. Appreciate it.
0: I'll take you up on that. That's Mitch Gall from TSN 690 in Montreal.